Bro Nation. Welcome back to the, the Bro. Bro. Very oh, nice. That was smooth. That, that was smooth, smooth, smooth. <laughs> smooth as butter. Brother, I'm not going to ask you how you are because I just saw you. Like, Didn't I just see you yesterday? I, I believe we saw each other yesterday. But I will yeah. ask you, how, how was your day? My day was great. It's oh, so hot outside. Everybody, if you're not, stay hydrated. Stay inside until until fall. At this point, it is no, <laughs> no. I love I love summer. Summer's the best season of the year. Even when it's 105 degrees outside. Do you prefer 105 or five below? Both are terrible. But <laughs> which one is worse? I think yeah. five below is worse. I, I get home and then I just sit well I just blast my, my fan in my room just to get some cold air just circulating circulate circulating. <laughs> there we go. I think I think that power nap went a little too long today. Yeah, I in case you guys are wondering, prior to this I, I took a three hour power nap. <laughs> that's like that's a lot of power. That's we, we we generated a lot of power over here in Casa de Marcos. We're talking like Loki's power. Loki's power, but we're it gave me enough energy to 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 pound it tonight. But how sure. how are you doing? How are you doing, my friend? Um, I am here with my fans on because it's hot, but because I like I like hot. Also, <laughs> I also had a good weekend because there we go. This team. They, they, they 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 won. They are the champions of Argentina, and uh, they also won by a score of three to one. In fact, I may. In fact, I did cut. I cut out clips. I'm going to show everyone tomorrow that the first goal for each game, the RSL game, and the River Plate game, were almost the exact same play. Like, and and, and minute too, and almost the same minute. Oh, it was. Yeah. I thought it was the first minute for River Plate. Anyways, it was like first or second minute. It was like ridiculously early. So anyways, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm really happy since we're, we're champions, which, which could mean if RSL won by the same score as River and River became champion, does that mean? No, 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 no. Because there, there, was, a, there was probably an, another 3-1 score in MLS on Saturday. So no. Does not classify us yes. as champions. We got yes. we got to lift the hardware to become the champion first. Guess what? There was no three one in MLS besides ours. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We are the champions, my friends. <laughs> all right well guess what guys we have a lot to go over um when we say a lot we always say a lot because we always talk a lot but <laughs> we're gonna start this way a non-rsl way we're gonna really? go yes Ooh, we're, I... we're gonna go off of um uh, oh Ooh, i like gonna... i like i like we're gonna talk about messy because in case you guys did not see, or in case you guys are living under a rock and following MLS, he, he's official. He signed with Inter Miami over the weekend, and they made his glorious debut introduction yesterday. So they made his introduction at Inter Miami's stadium, mm -hmm. um, which I was super excited because coming from coming from my, my background with uh, – I, I love – latino music so the the concert was supposed to is had because it did happen yeah camilo it was gonna have um abel pintos which is a singer from argentina um and they were gonna have um was it bad bunny were they gonna have they were gonna have bad bunny i i i do love me some bad oh, bunny no no they weren't gonna have bad bunny uh -uh. no bad oh, oh they're they're gonna have a a, a rapper uh, from argentina called paulo londra which he's pretty legit. So anyways, we were really excited for that. Um, when we turned on the TV, we saw that it was raining. 
it wasn't just raining. It was coming down in buckets that they, I think they had to have the squeegees out for the stage. Yeah, that stage was a little, uh, little iffy for me. But it, anyways, the, the, the stadium was the most full that it has ever been this whole season. And they had to build a new stance like in, in those corner sections too. Yeah, because the, the stadium is weird. It has it. The stadium it is like a, weird. It looks, in my opinion, like a high school football stadium or or like a junior college stadium. Yeah, le- it, legit. It, it, it only holds eighteen thousand, and I think it, with those two things, that I think maybe nineteen thousand. It reminded me of like um, high school choir risers. Yeah. Yeah. It's when you go to the high school choir concerts and the they they have the this on the stage the the risers what are they yeah. what else are they called I call them risers yeah yeah exactly anyway so um, that's what it looked like in the corners of the stadium and so with the rain coming down the stadium is full mm-hmm. didn't it get delayed a little bit it got delayed a little bit it got delayed it got delayed about about an half hour. hour? Uh, 45 minutes an hour so yeah something like that but i mean for me this is my opinion i wasn't oh oof it wasn't like a huge big thing it in fact it kind of disappointed me as a celebration and i think it might have been because of the rain (laughs) a a part of it was that for me as well because uh, you can look at the stage setting you you mentioned it too when we were watching it that originally Messi and everybody was supposed to walk out to half field like where the end of the stage was where there's gonna probably be more lights more fireworks where there was fireworks but it kind of was a little little depressing kind of sad i'm like oh that, that's it yeah they, they kind of went like 10 yards 15 yards on into the stage um in fact a few, for, a few people almost slipped yeah i was gonna say for those who are watching uh beckham almost biffed it yeah um that would have been a show um <laughs> but it, I mean, it was nice Intr- introduction of uh, Busquets and Messi. They introduced Busquets first because obviously he's not the star. Did, and then did, did, that, did that surprise you that he was speaking in English for Busquets? Look, um, how do I say this kindly? Not because of you, but because of everyone else. How do I say this kindly? Um, these people have a lot of money. They're very international and very cultured. They already know English. Well, yeah. Messi knows English. He just doesn't he, speak it. He's, I guess, stubborn to, to speak it. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. He, could, he doesn't want to come off as dumb, I'm assuming, because that's probably what, what some feel like. But anyways, I wasn't surprised. Um, I, in fact, uh, so I wasn't surprised that he spoke English. I was surprised that he didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess that's, that's what I was going. Re- re- reverse, reverse. But also when... Of course, when Messi came on stage, he in, he introduced to the Miami fans, and then afterwards they did like a welcome to Miami with a bunch of celebrities. On on the video, yes, they did a lot of um, uh, Latin music artists in that yeah. video. Uh, they did have representatives from the NBA, the NFL. When I say that, it was Tom Brady for the NFL. It Steph was uh, Steph Curry for the NBA. Um, you also had. Um, you had Camilo, which is Mark, a, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Um, you had Maluma. You had um, Sebastian Sebastian Yatra. You had Ricardo Montaner. You had his two sons. You had Glo- Gloria Estefan. Okay, I think those are all. If not, I probably missed a couple of them. You had the mayor of Miami, which you heard people, some people booing. But there was one person that received the most <laughs> boos. On Which, that video, looking back now, and forever, I'm all I'm going to be confused as to wh- why did he get an invite on this Welcome to Miami video, which was Greg Berhalter. Everybody, Greg Berhalter, like really, bro, <laughs> like you know, you know, everyone hates you. Well, <laughs> I can't say that. that was a really extreme answer, but he's not well liked in the U.S. national community um, of no. fans. No, not at all. They, they 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 could have done better on choosing somebody else besides Greg Berhalter, but this one I'm I'm scratching my head. I'm like, why, <laughs> why? Yeah, in fact, 
I would have I would have liked if like LeBron, oh, oh, no, I, I, maybe because LeBron's a Cristiano fan. Oh. I, I was gonna say somebody who's on the Miami Heat or the Miami Dolphins. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. See, a, a, anybody like that would have been a better option instead of Greg Berhalter. Greg Berhalter. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, I don't want to keep talking about the ceremony, but I do want to talk about Messi's impact now. Um, not only with MLS, with his team, let's just talk about what he means right now to soccer, football, football, whatever you want to call it. Um, what is your expectation, Marcos, of Messi now that he's signed officially and now he's in the league? What do you expect out of him? What do you expect of Inter Miami? Yeah, my expectations are are, are probably obviously they're not going to be making the playoffs just because they are 12 points out. So that'll be very difficult, but kind of, I think Tata Martinez mentioned in, in, in his press conference that he expects this kind of to be the start of, of, of a rebuild in, in a sense for them to get ready for, for next season. So I, I expect Messi and also the Busquets to just be, to kind of be that they have that experience, bringing that experience to the table for people like Joseph Martinez and everybody else, because this team needs it because it's a very young team. So that's a, that's your expectation of Miami. You gave a little bit about Messi. Do you have anything else to expound on, on Messi? Like Messi is Messi is he's Messi. What do you expect him to do in this league? That's a, a tough one because I, I don't know what he's wanting out of out of. The- but but it's not what he wants. What? How do you expect the league to change around him? Like in games, what do you expect during games when he plays? How do you expect the game to go with him in the game? I I, I can see a good fan interaction. So overall, people will be will be welcoming him well. Um, we we can, we already see tomorrow with Apple TV showing their their training session. So overall, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a great great community effort. So I, I'm in the same ballpark as you with Inter Miami. Um, I don't expect a lot a lot of out of the team. In fact, I think it's gonna be pretty. I, I think Messi is past the, the point of he gets frustrated with his teammates. Yeah. He he just went through the worst two years of his of his career with, with PSG. Like that was horrible. So he's thinking, you know what? I already won the World Cup at this point. <laughs> I'm just here to play soccer. Let's just play. And he knows he's a marketing tool. So I don't think Inter Miami is gonna be doing a whole lot in terms of making playoffs. And I can see it the same kind of effect that David Beckham had just bringing, bringing more money in, bringing more fans to watch the game. And then after two years, when his deals up, then who knows what's going to happen from there. Cause I, I still hope prior to the world cup in 26, that this, this league and the fan base is still growing. Well, let me tell you, if you forgot, um, <laughs> Beckham helped take the, the, the galaxy to MLS Cup in his second or yeah second or third season, so 2009, exactly 2009. <laughs> so so that, that's what I'm saying. Messi might have that effect next season. Right now, I yeah. I, I totally yeah. agree with with um, Tata, but um, the Messi effect on the league at this point is this for me. You will now see defenders playing a lot harder. You will you will see people give him more more cushion in terms of I don't want to get burned by this guy, um, so I'm not going to play defense right on top of him because Messi can get out of out of a hole like that big. Um, do you, do you feel like <clears throat> with with Messi now coming in, also Busquets, and then more players to come for Miami? Do you feel like this could be a change? Teams are wanting to change their formation. Who plays just tactically now? Well, obviously they're going to have to change. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, I think that's that's the the quick answer is yeah, they're they're all going to change for Messi, but they have to keep in mind that Messi is only one, and you need a group to to do well. Um, I do see 
I can I can envision a lot of Messi Joseph Martinez hookups, um, mm-hmm. especially with how how well Messi just lays a ball in front and Joseph runs. So that's a that's a really good option for them. I do see um, the possibility of officiating being changed in the MLS. I do I do see a possible um, even the pro. May or may not have talked about it. I am not a representative of Pro, um, and nor nor am I going to speak for Pro. But I can you, you can possibly sense a a favoritism if Messi has the ball and people are going in for tackles. You bet your bottom dollar the ref is already going to have his whistle in his mouth to protect Messi because he is an asset to the league now. You, yeah, you have yeah. you have to protect him. Um, I, I I could see that possibly happening. I, I am I do not support the the idea of you treat him as a normal player. You don't treat your best players in your league as normal players because if you don't protect them, you don't have much of a league. So no, yes, people no. have been wanting Messi to come, but you also have to protect him while he's here. Um, you can't just say, well, he, he's gonna deserve the same treatment as everyone else. I'm sorry, but as a as a referee um, and former, I, I used to do upper levels. You figure out who the star player is, is on the team, and you keep an eye on them because you know the other team is going to go straight for them. So as a referee, you protect. So I think officiating is going to change in this league, and it might get might get a little bit more more. Um, how do you say it? You might be seeing a lot more fouls called. Tiki tacky yeah. fouls. Yeah, which is kind of sad to see. No, nobody really wants that. But if you want to be pr- protecting Messi, yeah. But also, I, for me, I, I don't understand why why players don't change when when officials. Now, now I'm going to get into it. If, this is still related to Messi, okay? When when referees start calling tiki tacky fouls, I don't understand why players don't change their behavior a lot. When when tiki tacky fouls are being called, that's when you need to start playing tiki taka all right yeah. that means you need to start playing more soccer instead of more body more more on the man it's you need to play soccer you don't True. you don't need to play play uh physical so um this league is going to change period F- whether you like it or not i think it's going to be changed for people not liking it for me because of the reasons that I just gave, this league is very physical, and we have what people call Concacaf referees, and and Concacaf referees like like physical play. They let things go a lot. Yeah, you you mentioned it before, but I I think with having Messi, it's going to really help Joseph Martinez out a lot because right now Joseph Martinez doesn't really have somebody to help him with assists to help him score those goals so those two on the up top together that's going to be pretty pretty scary duo yeah well not only that but having a busquets in the back helping yeah. build that is going to be dangerous because yeah. busquets is 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 solid yeah and, and he's still he's not old in his, in his career he's still he's still younger 34 Yep, fat mob. Ooh, squints. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. I I I stand corrected. So he he is up there in his career. He is up there in his career. Matter of fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, him and Messi were in the same La Masia uh, class, along with I, uh, Iniesta. I, I I believe you're correct. Yeah. So. And Fabregas. And Fabregas. So it, it is a two-year deal that both of them did sign. Oh, I'm excited for Messi. I, 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 you know me. I could talk for days about Messi. Years. No, this, this is an exciting time. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how much playing time he's going to get Friday, what kind of impact immediately against Cruz Azul, how serious Miami is going to be taking this one, and, and, and all these factors. Well, I mean, if we if if you have Busquets and Messi making their debuts on Friday, there is zero reason why Inter Miami shouldn't be going a full ninety. 
No, they should they, sh- they should be going balls to the walls. They should be oh, yeah. going all out because they've lost U.S. Open Cup. They've basically lost the league. This is like you're starting from now, zero. Now, now, don't count them out U.S. Open Cup quite yet. We, we, we need Messi to win, so he's playing here. True, true. But uh, – <laughs> and on top of that, they're playing against a Cruz Azul team that – They're, they're it, bottom of their table. Yeah, so – Cruz Azul is not doing well. Atlanta is doing well, but who knows if Atlanta wants to use all their players on on this game? Ooh, oh. I, people have already mentioned it before, but I just realized Almada and Messi on the same pitch I again. Know. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be very, very interesting. Oh, oh, oh. This is... yeah. So that, that's that's another game to have circled on your calendar for for League's Cup. Uh, leagues cup next episode next episode we're gonna get yeah. deep yeah so yes so get get ready for that one we're gonna be breaking down our brackets and everything more details for leagues cup but this friday is when it all kicks off the the messy debut against cruz azul Woo! exciting times yes but not enough about messi i'm done what I'm, I'm, I'm not done but <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on because we're we're an rsl podcast we already spent like what 20 minutes on this so yeah let's talk if, about if, the game if you guys are uh, watching we we, we we apologize but <laughs> <laughs> we i mean again we're half argentines and so we could talk for days about <laughs> anything argentina so let's anyway, we, we we had a we had a match saturday yeah we did against uh the red bulls but prior to uh getting detailed into the match uh shout out to uh, everybody that i ran into in the in the north uh, tailgate we have a a new uh, supporters group in the south 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 section it's called los caballeros rsl did, did, did i is that, is that pronounced no that it's not it wasn't rsl it's los caballeros reales reales there, there we go yes yeah, so for those that want the translation they are the Royal Knights. The Royal Knights. They are a new supporters group in the south the south the south section. Join them. They are they're they're fun group. So check them out. They are on Instagram. And also shout out to to people who who saw me, who I ran into. Good to see you guys as well. Um I mean, if you guys didn't see me. Well, you guys saw me in pictures. You, you were there with the the kiddos, right? Oh my gosh! So the tickets that we got, they were like in the sun for like we were there fifteen minutes, ten minutes before kickoff, um, and we were just roasting. In fact, we we're uh, we we're in the uh, right above the L in Real on in the stadium. We were in yep. that section, and it, it's the section where the sun just stays in front of you until it like literally sets behind the ochre mountains. Oh man. And those kids were probably roasting. <laughs> um, yeah. My daughter was red, but not because she was sunburned because she, she gets really hot. I was really going to say f- she's red because she was excited about how good the game was. <laughs> also, also, but uh, anyways, enough about that. I was there. So no worries. Whether how much I watched the game is, Oh, I had to rewatch the game afterwards because the kids they were just dad i'm hungry i'm hot can i have water hey what's that how come they're yelling oh, it's just <laughs> it was answering 20 questions during the game so i i love i love being at the game with them but uh watching a game you can't watch a game with the kids that are that curious for sure for sure so right away let, 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 let's get into it so for 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 the lineup we saw we saw a, a little bit different lineup than we saw on wednesday um we oh, saw yeah, well, yeah. From, from wednesday yeah it was like completely different because yeah. because we were resting all these guys yeah yeah so of course chicho's back moose is back in the lineup um ojeda sava's back in the lineup because he didn't he didn't travel on wednesday along with ruiz and then Moonboy, the very yeah. own Di- diego luna and then uh, we also had Vera um, come Who's in back? 
from uh, going for for Silva, and then mm-hmm. Bodie went in for Anelli. Yep. Um, and then McMath um, yeah. was in goal. Yeah. So right off the get go, literally two minutes into the game, people are still still getting to, into the stadium at this point. Probably still finding their seats. We we get a beautiful Savarino cross over to Diego Luna who punches it into the back of the net a minute and a half into the game. Play play starts with Ojeda um, yeah. playing playing good defense and gathering the ball um, in his defensive midfield position. It literally was two touches and then and then Luna. It was from Ojeda to Sava. Sava dribbled up a little bit, and then that's when he made the cross into the area. And what a one-touch shot from Luna. Yeah, just the, the the timing, the precision, that was on point by him. That was very nicely done. In fact, it almost seemed like the, the cross was – it seemed like it was unexpected. The person that was that was marking Luna, if you watch the replays, he was on top of Luna the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Luna breaks because Sava crossed the ball right then. And the defender, like, didn't react with Luna. It was the weirdest thing. I was like – that one should have been marked. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched it over again today, and he looked rather confused. I, I agree with that. He, has to, he's, he didn't expect it to be coming in. Yeah, and it's not like we had a lot of players in the area. I think we only had the, the three. We had Chicho, Moose, and, and Luna on the backside. He was making a backside run, just yeah. like what he did against St. Louis. He was just making a backside yeah. run. Um, and... And I think that's been our the the dagger that we've been killing people with is, for, at least to start off. That's how that's how Luna got the first goal against St. Louis. That's how he got the first goal here. It was just yeah. that backside run. And, and teams haven't been doing their homework. They haven't been watching film apparently. Well, I mean, it's not even like doing homework or watching film. That's just tactically not being aware. I mean, the, like like I just said, the defender was on Luna, on him, like he was holding him. Then let go when all of a sudden Luna started breaking. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna let him go." He I, again. I don't think he realized the ball had been crossed at that at that point. Yeah, and and some might say it was this was against a not so good New York Red Bulls team. They're they're not great. But mind you, what, what you just said, he's done this against St. Louis, who is number one in 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 the West. So he is a skillful player. He knows what's coming. Which and and I'm also happy that Saba. Um, was able was the one that was that that assisted that because Sava I don't think has gotten an assist in, in a minute so um, having Sava assist that and the the quality of ball that that he put in just just clarifies to us that what we thought at the beginning of the season with Sava on the left hand side and Gomez on the right we've now understood that Sava can play anywhere. It was just it was it seemed like that Gomez wasn't comfortable on the left hand side, yeah. Um, and and we're obviously glad that Luna is is in that left side position. We're gonna I'm gonna I have a little spiel coming up here. Um, I'm glad that Luna is in on that left side because that left side is his side. You can tell that he's not he's not in the middle like we thought he was gonna be when he came back from the World Cup. Yeah. He the left side is his side. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I, I was kind of hesitant as that as well because I was like, no, left side is Sava's side. That's that's where he's been starting the season. That's where he was last. But we we, we know that Luna, he he plays on that left side, and that's kind of his now. And and Sava, he's kind of a a dual threat. But but um, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Sava's goal. But most of Sava's goals, if not all of his goals, have come from him being on the left side. That's true. That's true. He, he, he can go on that left side and then cut in with using that right foot. Yeah, it's just finding the right person to be able to do the switches with. Um, anyways, the but, the cross uh, the cross to Luna, beautiful. Yeah, but congratulations to Luna because on the celebration, if you saw, uh, his they're they're expecting a, a baby boy. Baby boy, is this this is the first first child? Yeah, first one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was his number two goal of the season. So very, very nice. 
that one, that goal was number two. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that was the second goal of the season right there. That yeah. was number two. Um, so the this first half um for me had its ups and downs, but for I heard a, another podcast earlier today say that RSL did not play well in the first half, but they played well in the second half. I actually think the opposite. I think RSL had a great first half showing with a lot of chances. Um, but there was one mistake that was made that it almost cost us in the 23rd minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pablo, Pablo Ruiz got the ball stolen. We've seen this happen already this season against St. Louis. I remember I, th- that's the exact same way. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. deja vu. Because I, I remember watching and I was like, no, 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 no. And luckily he gets the ball, but just it just barely, barely misses the post. But do you know why? Do you know why do you know why he had to shoot it when he shot it? Just the, the, the did, timing. Did did you see where McMath was? Yeah, Mc, 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 McMath he was, was almost he almost was almost at the top of the area. Yeah. He came out fast, which forced him to try to chip it. And chipping mm-hmm. it from that far out at a, that speed is really hard to have accuracy. So just the fact that it was, it was, it was inches from the post. I'm like, whew, that was, was not, that was not, not cool. That that ended up being for me. I think our our only big huge mistake. Yeah. Except, except for the goal against us. But so if, if um, you look at the if you look at the first half stats, we. We were controlling it, 58% possession, um, with six shots, four for them. And then we were controlling a lot of the passes right from the get-go, 189 passes to 123. Yeah, uh, it, that's why I said first half was was about control. We got yeah. the goal, and it just we just controlled. We had a couple more shots than, than they did. Um, but it, it, you just had a sense of confidence because of the of the goal. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't really much much more to say in that in that first half. At least I don't have anything that sticks out to me. We had no, we had no. a lot of, we had a lot of breakaways. In fact, Chicho Chicho had breakaways. He did. He did. I I, I was kind of disappointed I, that he didn't bury at least one of them. But the fact that we've mentioned this before in other episodes, the fact that we do now have a number nine who who isn't afraid to just go and take those shots, I, I'm happy. Um, I think if we were to um, if we were to break down the amount of goals that we've scored in the first half of the season, so right now we're at 24 games in. If we mm-hmm. take the first 12 games and our last our last 12 games, I think you'll see a huge um, difference in goals for. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And so um, right now, I'm not as upset as I probably would have been with the misses. Because yeah. we now we have so many people that that can score. Yeah, it's just getting those chances and then and then finishing them. That's that's what we need. But yeah. halftime, of course, up one nothing, and then to start the second half, New York, they, they they're kind of frantic, so they do three three substitutions. Um, I, I think the one looking at these substitutions, the one that kind of surprises me that they don't do right at the forty six minute as well is Frankie Amaya because Mm -hmm. Amaya, he, I I believe he's at four or five goals, I think four goals. Um, And and we've seen what kind of player he is. We'll get to it in a second with, with his goal, but that one right, right away, if they're needing an attacking player, why not put him in? That one was a very interesting one, but, uh, but you can see even on, on the formations, the 46 minute subs, they took out three out of their four attackers. Yeah, yeah. Like they they really wanted a result. Yeah. Um. So so it's not like a they draw, they were sitting back or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, it's not like they were sitting back and be like, "Well, hopefully we get a goal." No, they were looking for it. Um. Yeah. And, but I think be because of of that, they exposed themselves. Um. Which, it, let's talk about the second goal. Um. Yeah. So we have M- M- Musovsky. Literally with the ball, just dribbling, and kind of looks like he, he just stumbled over the ball. In, in a way, kind of the the defender just poked it at it. Yeah, I think it, it was it was a a defensive. 
it was a defensive effort where they poked the ball away from him. Um, it was a um, Luna passed it to Musovsky. Musovsky was driving down the middle. Luna or uh, Musovsky gets the ball poked away, and Luna, because he's he's scrappy, he's young, has all that energy. He just follows behind it and picks up the ball where it got left off. Um, he just scoops it, scoops but, it up and over. But but it was it was. He took the ball one touch. His second touch was like literally half a second later, was a pass to Moose. Moose with the awareness one touches it back to um, Luna, who then gives us a, a little chip over the sliding keeper, and so. Yeah. That was impressive follow-up on Luna. Um, impressive awareness by Moose to put it into space for, for Luna. And Luna's awareness of where the keeper was, how he was going down in order to get it up and over. Yeah, that, that impressed me so much, for especially for being his age, only at 19, turning 20, coming up. But still, just knowing where to be, how to finish, all those things. With that assist, that, that brings it up to four assists on the season for, for Moose, three goals on the season for, for Luna. So I- impressive by both of them, just being able to read each other very well. Yeah. So after that point, this is where it, I was a little concerned. This is well, where we kind of... Of course, about three minutes afterwards, then that's when New York brings in, brings in Frankie Amaya. Right, and that that's where I think that's where our slump um, starts happening. We just we have bursts of of oh yeah, that was a good play, good good shot, but for the most part, the second half was was Red Bulls, um, and it was. It's not that I'm scared. And it's not that I'm worried. It's I'm not sure it, what it was, but. The the lack of well, first off, it was lack of shots. We had three shots that whole yeah. entire half, and two of them ended up being goals. Yeah. That's so with 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 the Red Bulls having six shots that half. Mm-hmm. Now none of them ended up being anything, but uh, well, one of them did. Um, but it, it was it was kind of just meh for the second half for RSL. Um, so much so that finally um, the Red Bulls broke through and got themselves a goal, which was it – was, it almost seemed like everyone was just kind of standing standing around. It was across to the middle where Vera was marking area. It went right in front of him. Glad was trying to rush to try to to stop the, the shot from happening. And it was like a, a shot that went in between a lot of legs, a lot of people, and McMath couldn't react fast enough. Yeah, it, it just didn't seem like you like you mentioned, Glad and Vera kind of kind of ball watching. They just didn't think that Frankie Amaya was going to be taking that shot right right off the get go. Like I said, it was a it was in between a lot of people. So, yeah. um, I, don't, good, I don't I don't good on good on Kyle Duncan to be able to see Frankie Amaya and and trust him and to be able to just go for it. Now, now, now. I'm going to say no, no, no. I say that a lot in a lot of episodes. You can't tell me that Duncan saw Maya and said, it's going to go to you. I think it was one of those. He just ripped it into the area, hoping someone's going to get a foot on it. For sure. For sure. But so New York, they, they, they get their goal two one, but like, like we've said several times, you can't trust two goal lead. Very, very dangerous. Yeah. Well, let my feelings at that point, I was like, oh, crap, because it was the 80th minute. We had already yeah. done four subs. We had we had put in well, – in fact, let's just see. We took out we took out Chicho. We took out Moose. We took out Luna, and we took out Ruiz. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to mention that really quick because we saw right – because it was right when Chicho's substitution, he was just sitting down. Did that kind of worry you or, 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 or not so much? Yes. I think yeah. every everyone was worried. Um, later, well, earlier today, we had to get confirmation that whether if he was injured or not, because the way that he so I I can't remember what knock he took, but it was enough where he he was limping. You could see he was limping. Oh yeah. Um, it was scary, and so luckily he's not injured. No. 
that's all we can say. He's not injured. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm happy. I was, I was, I was worried as well, but the, the subs that came in, it was still very deep. We saw we, Anderson Julio, who's been our super sub these past few games come in Nelson making his, his home debut um, and then Oviedo and then as well as Krylock, which usually we, we see that opposite. Usually we see Krylock coming off, but I mean, again, we have a really deep lineup. I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about our depth, and I'm not worried about the people on there. I think this was a, a game of mentality, and we needed to keep the mentality up because, in previous, previous be, I guess, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say this. Previously, we probably would have let this game get out of hand, and we probably would have let the other team come back. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Um, we've had to work a lot on mentality and we've seen it for the past two, two and a half months that the mentality has improved just that we all of us suffer from PTSD <laughs> and we're, we're all of us are worried. Um, but 81st minute, a minute after Red yeah. Bull scored, we have a, an attack coming down the left-hand side where, um, Oviedo tries to cross it, gets blocked ball heads out, back to the the sideline he sees a, a not easy quick pass over to Sava Sava then does what i've said how many episodes you you don't leave Sava wide open on that left hand side never i mean and i'm going to correct you he wasn't even wide open it was just he received the ball and started dribbling in he made a drive literally horizontal and you know what's going to happen in fact i was sitting in my spot and i'm just yelling shoot shoot because <laughs> i know what's going to happen that was a rocket that was a beauty of a shot and i i, I can just look see the look on his face how happy he was finally to to, to bury one I mean, it had been a couple of games. It'd been a, like a month since he yeah, scored. So yeah. it was it was a great goal. I mean, flip. It was it was literally what have I said? It's he he'll start driving in by pushing it with the outside of his right, going going to the right and start driving driving until he can find a a slight opening to just curl it. He just curls it to the back post. Yeah, and, that's, and with, that's a solid goal. And with that, that's now he's now the leading goal scorer in our team at six goals. Or glad. I wonder how he feels. <laughs> I, I I failed to mention it after uh, Luna's second goal, but with two goals, he's now the youngest player in RSL history to score two goals in one game. At what, 19 years old, 311 days? Something like that. Well, probably 12 now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's amazing. And we've had some pretty good young players too. We have. We have. So... Right after that Sava goal, everybody was feeling good, feeling confident. Nail in the coffin. Nail in the coffin. Great, great result at home. Picking up a, a, a three points, which with those three points that we needed, it moves us tied with LAFC in second place. But LAFC, of, of course, does have a game in hand. And it moves up, moves us ahead of. Well, I think we were already ahead of Seattle mm-hmm. with the yeah. by one point. And also. With the win, we are plus plus in goal differentials since for the first time since the beginning of the season. So can I get out? Since, since if I'm not if I'm not wrong, since the Vancouver game, that was the last game we were at a guilt positive goal differential. You are correct, my friend. You are correct. That's crazy. It's taken us 23 games to get positive again. Yeah, yeah. So does it worry you? With the momentum that we're riding on to all of a sudden just take a, a month-long break from MLS, or do you? Um, I, I'm not. I'm not worried because one, it's not. It's not like MLS has stopped. We're, games no. are still going to be going on. Well, oh, obviously, yeah. What worries me is if we don't do well in Leagues Cup. We're not going to get deep into this, but no, no, of course. Not. If if we do not do well, then yes, we will be three weeks without without a game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I am kind of maybe partially worried because I'm like, oh, this is a, a month-long break. I hope this continues, especially with the two new players. But I, I think this is good timing because, of course, we have Seattle and then Monterey. So 
This is good, good, good time. Yes. Now, what it, the thing that I've been seeing most on Twitter, and because Twitter is where I live, Marcos, <laughs> you live everywhere, but uh, Twitter is where I live. Twitter gets toxic a lot. We know that. It but, can, it can. but somehow, whether I'm interpreting the sarcasm wrong or not, um, this is what I've saw and, and felt. After this game, there was like a divide among among some RSL fans. There was some there, there was the side that said, um, we believed in Pablo the whole time. We believed in Luna the whole time. You guys that don't didn't believe, you guys should all apologize. You guys don't know anything about soccer. Kind of kind of vibe. Yeah. Whether yeah. whether that's true or not, whatever. Then there's the other side, uh, where everyone, even myself, where we've said Look, first seven games of the season were crap. Oh, we need 100%. to we we need to replace coach. Um, people were saying the people that were saying that Luna should have been playing from the beginning. I was saying Luna hasn't proved himself. I didn't mm-hmm. say he was bad. I said Luna has not proved himself. I don't see why he deserves more minutes when he hasn't proven himself, especially mm-hmm. when we had the likes of of Sava and Gomez. Gomez when he was playing well. Yeah. Um, and so. We heard it in the the press conference that Pablo gave that Luna was not ready to play. He was not ready to step up before Mm -hmm. the World Cup. He was not. And that's why Pablo was not playing him. And yet we still have these people saying that I don't care. Luna should have been playing from the very beginning of the season. I I think it was hindsight because that's, that's how we can react now. Hindsight says that Pablo was right in not playing Luna. Yeah. Pablo trusted his system. It just needed some time to catch its rhythm. It caught yeah. its rhythm once we once we won in against Charlotte, lost mm-hmm. against Dallas, then we won again against San Jose. That for me was the beginning of the process. It, it the kinks worked out by the end of May. Yeah. I I, I think doing this this slow slow process by having with Luna going to the World Cup him getting minutes there and then Pablo and his staff saw that how well he did scoring goals assisting be like hey we're gonna give this young player a chance and it's worked so far well, and and I'm actually gonna say it's not because of how he scored and how he played in the World Cup it's it was his mentality when he came back it, what Pablo said it was it was less individual more collective it was more about the team it wasn't about the individual where Luna before was like I'm really good I I should be playing that, that that's what I'm thinking whether he yeah. said it or not but but now since he's come back, he has bought into the 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 team as the star, yeah, and and that is what has helped this team throughout the past uh, two and a half months. Yeah, I I agree because that that's the way that we need to always have that 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 team mentality, being able to team first instead of just your, yourself, and that that that's what I love about Luna being such a young player, and who knows who knows what kind of potential he's eventually gonna have. I mean, he has the sky's the limit at this point. He's, he's only limit. he's only nineteen. But what I want to get at is that we, as RSL fans, we need to stop with the the dividing arguments of, oh, exactly. you guys, you guys were on, in that camp before, and oh, now you guys are are thinking this way. Well, yes, soccer evolves. The season evolves. Plus, we're all on the same team. Let's cheer for the same people. Let's cheer for the, the the progress, the positives that are coming out instead of lolling in in the oh you guys thought negative and now you think positive. What kind of fans do you think you are? Kind of thing. Yeah, I I am a, I am a true fan. I will be mad when we're doing when we're doing bad. I will be glad when we're doing really well, and and I'll be every emotion in between. Yeah, being being an RSL fan, I think we have felt every emotion from 2009 to 2016 with Jeff Kassar, like with Mike Pecky. We 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 felt it all. <laughs> yeah, we we felt it all, and it's okay to feel them all. I mean, we we can't stay neutral and 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 think of the perspective of someone else. I someone was mentioning that uh, RSL fans are are the are the most emotional and most uh, unstable. I think that I think that's the word they said. 
be over the past couple of years because of how roller coaster we've we've been where in the bad we hate everyone we want to replace everyone and in the good we think we're going to win the 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 cup um it's okay to be that way it really is um i i, I mean yes you have to control what you say sometimes um there's many things that i wish i could say but i know that there's there's consequences behind words but it's okay to be a fanatic it's okay to to think the way you think because no one's played the kind of soccer i've played no one's seen this kind of soccer vibe that i've seen so they don't know where i'm coming from when i say my opinions so it's For okay sure. it's okay wait all RSL fans, we just need to take a step back and just accept and just look at other people's perspectives when it comes to this beautiful game of football. Amen. Amen. Because everyone has seen I've changed. I thought Absolutely. Luna's not a starter. Starter <laughs> Luna probably should be playing back with the Monarchs and just stay there. Yeah. To now, Luna is my starter. Luna, it, there's no offense without Luna. And we're, we're talking bigger things for Luna in the future. I, I, I will admit it. Like I was the same as you. I just thought he was only USL Monarchs material. Like when he was, when he played that game with the Monarchs and scored two goals, I was like, Oh, perfect. That's where he's going to belong. That's he's going to be the leading goal scorer for the Monarchs. But how the tides have changed, my friend. How the turntables, uh, has Michael Scott say it? How the, <laughs> how the turntables. How turn. the turntables have turned. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, but before we, 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 we close, we just want to, uh, everybody, in case you guys saw, it's our, it's our two-month anniversary. So happy, happy two months. That's, it. That's in honor of not doing any predictions today. <laughs> but in um, case you guys are not already following, check us out. Instagram, Twitter, threads, all at the RSL bros. Give us a follow. Give us a, a thumbs up as well. If you're watching this, subscribe. We, we, we guys we, we love you guys so much you guys are awesome yeah we really uh, appreciate it we uh, appreciate the um that we, we appreciate the follow because really it's just the the two of us giving our, our opinions we, uh, we instead of doing it now over over texting we now just make it public everything that we say so um we really appreciate it um we appreciate everyone just following giving your opinions liking our stuff liking our stuff actually makes us really feel really good makes me feel like i <laughs> i'm doing something good on social media <laughs> but uh um thank you that's all we can say i mean it's it's been a a crazy two months or we're, we're we're probably the youngest rsl podcast i think right now for sure for sure but you guys stay tuned for next episode coming out on friday like we said, we're going to be breaking down our bracket, our picks for League's Cup, which begins Friday. You guys are not going to want to miss out on that. It's going to get intense. But until then, take care, guys. Ciao, ciao.